Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What we're dealing with right now is the NFL coming out with a new set of rules regarding the national anthem. It's an intersection of patriotism, of sports, of social justice. It's a very interesting and and crazy time. And so what I wanted to do is to start off the show, we're going to bring on a guest right now. He's a former uh, Green Beret and NFL player. Nate Boyer is with me. Nate, thanks for being a part of the show. For sure. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, the first thing, Nate, is you know you have such an interesting connection to everything that's going on right now because you're the guy that convinced Kaepernick to kneel. So what was that whole process like? How did it get to that stage? Well, that's part of the problem right there in the way you introduced me and it's not your fault yeah but, well you know when you say i convinced him to kneel it makes him sound it makes it sound like i told him to protest or i suggested that he kneel mm-hmm. in protest in, instead of um what happened was you know us meeting together having a conversation um he was sitting on the bench at the time in protest. He said that he would not stand. And then through our conversation, I, you know, I think I wanted him to stand. I urged that, but uh, we found a middle ground in kneeling alongside his teammates. And so he uh, compromised in some way, I guess. And that's important to distinguish. People don't know that story enough uh, because uh, so really that, you know, what's, what's important, I guess, long story short is, is kneeling was born out of, compromise and 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 it was a it was a middle ground agreed upon by two people that disagreed on on something and kind of saw things differently but were willing to listen to one another and work together so what was it about kneeling then why was that an acceptable solution for both of you well i mean it was alongside his teammates which i thought was key and you know he uh in, in the military we we take a knee um to pull security you know, people take a knee to pray, um, to propose their wives. I just thought it was more proactive, more respectful. Um, you know, it wasn't something that looked like it was just, you know, like he didn't care or uh, was sort of sitting this one out, I guess. It was it was something that was a little bit different. So from that gesture that's a little bit different, it ends up starting a movement in the NFL, and it becomes this big firestorm issue for two years and what do you make of it that it's gotten to the point that the NFL needed to step in and make a rule? Uh, so you're saying over the last two years, like what progress? What are you saying? What are you asking? Well, it's just that it, so Kaepernick kneels, and from there it spreads across the league. You start getting players in all these different teams that are making gestures that are, in a sense, solidarity with Kaepernick. And so he he ignited a big movement, a big uh, social justice movement across the league. And so it gets to this point where it's so talked about and it becomes so divisive that two years later, I mean, it's been so long since he first knelt that we're finally at this point that the NFL is making a rule about it. I mean, what do you think about the fact that this has just all gotten to be such a, a big deal? Yeah, I mean, it's obviously a very important issue. Um 
And I think, you know, maybe the NFL took a little, a little too long to uh, do something like this, you know, to, to, to make a ruling, I guess. I mean, the NF, the, the NBA did something long ago um, in regards to this uh, sort of in the same manner, but they do a really good job working with their players and uh, making sure their voices are heard and their causes are brought to the spotlight and the forefront. And I think the NFL, I hope the NFL moves in that direction now. And I think they will more. Uh, we saw some of that last year with the $89 million that they donated um, to some of these players' causes. But, you know, the conversation is not going away. It, it's definitely during a time where we uh, feel more divided than at least we've been in, in my lifetime uh, as a country. And, uh, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, uh, there's a lot of guys in the league that are still demonstrating, still doing things, um, and will find ways to, uh, to, to, to demonstrate, I think. Um, respectfully, but are also doing things off the field, which is really what matters most, not so much what's happening during these songs. You know, what are they doing? What are they, are they standing? Are they kneeling? Are they locking arms? Like, we're so focused on that, where when, when in reality, that is not what changes anything. That is not what really matters. I mean, when we're overseas in combat, uh, as a military member, the last thing we're thinking about is the flag and the anthem. We're thinking about taking action our brothers on the left and right of us and what can we do for the mission right now and so that's what's more important that's what should be focused on with these players in the league moving forward guys like you know locally in philly there are guys like chris long and malcolm jenkins and um you know so many others that are really involved not just in social justice but just doing causal stuff all over the world uh and making a difference and and you know not just sticking to sports uh, that's what we need to focus on more, and I think that the NFL will do more of that and should do more of that if they want this to really, you know, quote unquote, go away. So, yeah, you're looking for this. I we're so we're we're talking about athletes having this opportunity to go out and and have this impression and make a statement. And when it comes to sports leagues, one of the big arguments right now is that the NFL has the right to put this in place and kind of quash the anthem protesting because. They're a business. I mean, when we're looking at a league like the NFL, what kind of expectations should we have that they do social justice kinds of things? I mean, I don't know if there's any expectation, but, uh, you know, it, it, it kind of falls on the players. and They should be allowed to um, to do those things. I mean, they are, they are allowed to do those things. You're allowed to do whatever you want uh, off-duty. Um, it's just, it's a matter of this becoming such a, uh, a a difficult time when this is going on, right? Because of what the anthem and the flag means to a lot of people. And, you know, an important thing to note is, is why we play the anthem at sporting events, why that started. Uh, and it, it dates back to 1918 and, and World War One during the World Series, Red Sox versus Cubs. And they played the Star Spangled Banner during the seventh inning stretch uh, to honor the military. That's why it started. And it became a tradition because of that. Um, and it was one of the reasons that the Star Spangled Banner became the anthem in 1931. But nobody talks about that. Like, that's not, you know, because it's not a hot cake. It's not a divisive topic. So we don't ever discuss that. But it's important to understand, like, everybody demonstrating, every player should know that history, right? If they're going to, you know, take a knee or, or do whatever. Um I'm not saying that that's wrong, taking a knee or doing that. I mean, that's uh, the, what we fought for in the military ultimately are, are freedoms and rights and 
And so anyway, there's just there's things that need to be understood uh, and addressed. And, you know, I, I'm never going to demand anything from anybody as far as a gesture uh, on the field or off the field. Um, I just want people to be aware and respectful of one another and understand where each other's coming from. Well, it's it's interesting that you mentioned respect. And by the way, we're talking with Nate Boyer, who's a Green Beret and a former NFL player. So the rule is littered with the phrase of respect, respecting the flag, respecting the anthem. And so when I look at this rule, it's just so interesting because before it was kneeling or a fist in the air, whatever it might have been. And now the NFL solution is to put players in the locker room. And for you, being a Green Beret, I mean, is this a is this more respectful? Is it less respectful? What do you make of them having this be the switch? I mean, they're not putting players in the locker room. They're just giving them the option um, to stay in the locker room if they'd like uh, during the anthem. And you know, but if they're going to come out on the field, uh, they're asked to to stand. Uh, and if you know, if they don't do that, then I guess they'll be fined, or the team will be fined. Um, I mean, this is something the odor, owners voted on. They decided they own the teams. It is a business at the end of the day. Um, and, you know, you don't have to like it. And you can continue to work towards whatever progress you see fit, and you should. But, you know, it is what it is. Like I said, they do it in the NBA. They do it in other leagues. This isn't, this isn't a new thing. Um, it's just uh, yeah, it's just where they're at. And I think, they, I think it's more about the way that it was handled, not necessarily the result that people, a lot of people have uh, a problem with. Yeah, the way it's handled has been so curious. I mean, the fact that it took two years for this thing, and and at this point, like, uh, I think it was maybe between 18 and 25 players that were actually protesting by the end of last year. Do you think that with them coming out and being so slow to make this rule, is this going to reignite things? Do you think it it gets better from here? What do you project from all of this? I have no idea. I mean, I'm interested to see what the fans will do this year. Um and, and to see how viewership is and to see, you know, how it, everything, how it affects everything uh, as a business, I guess. Um, but I have no idea. I'm not going to just speculate. You know, we got mainstream media to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's why I'm here. Well, um, <laughs> well, Nate, I appreciate you checking in with the show. It's been really interesting talking to you, and, uh, and have a good night. You too, brother. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.